welcome everyone to Oh Come On Sports with Mike and Jesse. Hello. It, we are going to be doing our NHL episode, but before we begin, we're going to talk about the biggest thing going on in the world, never mind sports. It's the COVID-19 or the coronavirus. We're doing this with masks on right now. You probably can't hear it. <laughs> if we sound muffled, that's why. Yeah. Um, just announced, I think about an hour before we went to air, uh... The NBA has suspended its season uh, until further notice because reports are that Rudy Gobert tested positive yeah. for the COVID virus, and um, I guess they were they were in pregame warm up, and a doctor came running out onto the court and told them, and everyone just kind of scattered. Yeah, as soon as that happened, since they were already out for the pregame warm up, that that's that's that was when it kind of was obvious that somebody tested positive for. For them to cancel it that quickly, yeah, uh, that was obviously something happened. And I'm sure that because uh, all these federations now uh, are talking contingency plans in case it spreads mm-hmm. farther. And I'm sure one of the things that was said is that the minute a- an athlete of ours is positive with the virus, we're suspending the season, totally. yeah, uh, for the safety of the players, which makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, in Europe. Uh, Italy's on lockdown. A lot of leagues have 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 just like shut down their seasons. They're Soccer it. league, Serie A. Yeah, and it's not even a. Uh, I know there's been like Euro- or European hockey federations. They're not. They didn't suspend. They just canceled the rest of the games. Yeah. They're not even doing it. There's mm-hmm. not going to be a champion. Yeah, and I, I think it's a little bit different in Europe too because everyone is such close quarters. That, yes. You know, you can travel to different countries through borders without you know without your passport in a lot of places so i think i think it's a little bit different over there than it is over here but obviously uh america is, and uh, canada are not immune to it that's for sure yep um so i guess the uh the big question now we know what's happening in the nba like what the nhl uh columbus and san jose are going to play uh games with no fans in the stands yeah which is going to be really weird that's, that would be odd i would love to be the one fan in the stands <laughs> just you could just say whatever you want and they would be able to hear you i think that'd be pretty funny um and i guess what mlb is going to do because their season starts in about two weeks here yeah and there's like seattle Mariners have already announced that they're gonna move their home games for the fr- for at least the first uh half month to not be in Seattle. I, I haven't heard where they're moving it, though. Right. I guess they're working on it. Well, the state of Washington actually has had a big, uh, a large influx of, of cases of people that have it. Yes. So it's one of it's one of the hot spots in the states, and then California as well, too. But uh, on the coast, and yeah. and and it seems it seems like the disease is tr- or the virus is tr- traveling because people are traveling and they're right. carrying it with them. And and when you travel, you come you come back to North America to one of the coasts usually. Yeah. So yep. Um, so I guess we will be keeping track and, and tabs on everything that's going on. Uh, I hope that it, the, the most they do is a suspension of season and then they come back to finish it. Cause I just wouldn't want to see, um, uh, selfishly you want to watch these players play, but like in the NBA, the Raptors have a pretty decent chance of getting to the finals again, possibly even winning. Yep. You know, you don't want to lose the season. Absolutely. You know, uh, and then here in Calgary, the Flames are in a playoff push. We don't know what's going to go on with what the NHL is going to do, but it's like... Yeah. And and I still feel, and, and maybe this is silly for the amount of evidence that's sitting in our face, I still feel as though this is probably a, a bit of an overreaction, I think. I, I think they'll be able to get it under control. And, you know, like we were talking, maybe two to four weeks, I think it'll be a, yeah. fairly well under control. But I understand why they're taking the precautions. I, I still think it's a bit of an overreaction. I'm sh- absolutely shocked 
that March Madness is going to go on without people in the seats. Yes. For the yes. amount of money that that generates, I, I'm blown away by that. And that's another thing that I was shocked about with these, uh, especially the North Americans, like what they're, they're talking about. Um, <coughs> I thought they'd put off. Whoa, did you just cough? <laughs> I did. Hold on. I did. <laughs> We're ca- episode suspended. We'll be back next week. Talk to you later. Um, Out. <laughs> um, I'm surprised that the leagues weren't more um, reserved in, in going through with this uh, like a suspension because of how much... Now, granted, the NBA doesn't really rely on, on gates. No. For, for their, no. Their, but, like... <laughs> I can see why the NHL is taking forever to make this decision yeah. like in, in the sports world yep. because they're still very much a gate-driven league. Yeah, Their TV deals aren't great. Mm-hmm. So I can see why they're they're kind of holding back and saying, oh, well, let's wait because if we have if we start playing in front of no fans, then, then the hockey-related revenue will go down mm-hmm. and we will – then the salary cap will be – not as high as we had hoped. Oh yeah, you know it, everything ties in, so yeah. that's going to be interesting. And yeah, March Madness. Um, I I totally understand why they're not going to not play because these kids, like especially the seniors, this could be their this is their mm-hmm. last time. Yeah. Uh, but did, can you imagine watching these games with like no like two hundred people in the stands? What they said they said they said immediate family can be there. Okay. Right, yeah. like or the of the players. So like right. I think and they're capping it at a certain number. Yeah. But. Like, it's going to be so weird. Yeah, the atmosphere is going to be very, very mulled, very, very yeah. tempered, I guess. Yeah, it's going to be like watching high school sports up here in Canada. It <laughs> yeah. really is. going to be or college like... sports, for that matter, in Canada. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. We're, we're moms and girlfriends are the only ones that are there. Yeah. It's <laughs> funny, though, you're right about the NBA. I mean, you can see a lot of buildings in the NBA that are barely, you know, you could probably a couple thousand people in them on any, yeah. on any given night, so that's not a big deal. Major but... League Baseball, same thing. Yeah. Because um, yeah. that's the only... They still have day games, which makes not a lick no, of sense in the middle of the week. Unless your TV deal is so good that you don't you don't need those the, the ticket revenue. Yeah, right. Exactly. So it's taken over the world. It's it, all you can't you can't look anywhere without without somebody bringing it up on every news feed. Any any internet news feed that you use, it's the first, second, and third story is all related yes, to this. Yes. So so um, while I think it's a something. I think it is an overreaction by the way the media is reporting it, personally. Yeah. My personal Yeah, opinion. and it seems to have affected um, uh, people with compromised immune systems, yeah. is, is what it is, yep. uh, which, which a normal flu would do, too. Um, I, think, I think the biggest fear about it is there's no vaccine. Right. Because it kind of just, it just came out of nowhere, and now there's no vaccine, and people are losing their mind. Uh, also, one of the funnier stories is, is here in Calgary, which... which Trended in the states, which is just not a good reflection on our city, <laughs> is people buying toilet paper at Costco. Oh yeah, um, I don't understand it. No, um, we've all watched zombie movies, which saw a zombie uh, when when it when it comes is because of a virus, and these people have been infected. Generally, that's the the crux of the the, thi- the movie, right? Yeah. Not once have I seen like the protagonist being like, "Damn it, we're out of toilet paper." No, not once. They've complained about not having water, yeah, or food, yeah, or ammunition, yeah. Those are three big things. Yeah, but toilet paper, not so much. No. So I don't understand. This, don't understand. This whole thing is a racket by the toilet paper industry, isn't it? <laughs> Sharman's behind it all. I just figured it out. That cuddly <laughs> little bear, son of a bitch. <laughs> 
We're not going to blame the tiger because the tiger's cute. No, but the that tiger, bear. Yeah. That bear. Well, let me oh, tell you. Man. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I've, been to, I've been to Costco a couple times in the last week uh, getting some things. Getting toilet paper? No. <laughs> 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 Their liquor store has great prices, so I go there sometimes. No. But yeah, and, and they they've been out. And then I was at another grocery store today. They were out. It's uh, not out. There's a couple on the shelf, but it's it's I, like you said. I don't know why that's the thing that is yeah, needed in these yeah, situations. Yeah, like of, of all the things, because the the thing they keep on saying is wash your hands. Yeah, and I'm just like toilet paper. Yeah. Like, shouldn't you be like, shouldn't soap be out and hand sanitizer? I yeah. could get, I could understand that. Yeah. Well, hand, san- hand sanitizer has been out at some places, but yet the soap is... There's tons of soap, so obviously <laughs> people are like, oh, we can't be using soap. Yeah, yeah. What, what is this? And also I saw what a couple... What is this, 1980, using soap? I saw a couple tweets where the no-name brand toilet paper is still there, so even in a crisis, people are not going <laughs> to resort to the no-name brand. Whoa, 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 is that only one ply? <laughs> oh, we don't... Whoa, 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 whoa. Like, we're, we're in an ep- we're in a pandemic here, but we're not in an epidemic, so let's, <laughs> let's make sure we get the good stuff. All right, let's transition to some actual sports, Please. actual hockey news. Um, I guess we'll start with the salary cap projection, which could be uh, changed now with this uh, pandemic. But the NHL came out and said they're projecting the cap to, between, to be between 84 and $88 million for next season. Wow. It is currently at 81 and a half. Um, now, the big thing is, is they're coming out with this projection later than they did the previous season. Right. But because they were wrong last year, and right? And they were wrong last year, yeah. and they didn't set it till the day before free agency. That messed up a few teams. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Toronto Maple Leafs were one of the biggest ones. Yes. They're like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's just it's just funny to me that the, the NHL has trouble setting these. these right. Do- like, you never hear about other leagues having these problems. That's true. You know, that have a salary cap. They're just yeah. like, this is what it is. Yeah. You know. Maybe this is too new for the NHL. I don't, I don't know. Either way, it's a good thing if it's I going think, up. I think one of the, 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 the things that, that blew my mind is the first year of the salary cap, it was like $39 million or something. Wow. Or the, or the floor. Like, it was just like so low. And but I that's was, when your highest paid player was $6 million, something yeah, like that. And, yeah, and, and it was just like, what? Yeah. And now it's up to 81 It just blew it my mind. continues to increase. But that's, I mean, that's great news for basically every Canadian franchise. I mean. The, yes, if it increases, for yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. All, all these teams are up against it right now. Uh, another thing that I thought was interesting in the last month is that the IOC and the IIHF are willing to discuss insurance, travel costs, and marketing rights with the NHL when it comes to the Olympics. Fancy so that, eh? Bettman's play worked. Yeah. It's almost like they really want the NHL players in the Olympics. It's almost like the TV numbers were fucking down, mm-hmm. and their sponsors came to them and said, what the fuck? Play ball with these guys. Nobody <laughs> wants to see Germany in the in the gold medal game. No disrespect to Germany because that was a hell of a run. Yeah, but but they're like, we don't want to see that. No, we it's... want you want Canada versus Russia, and you want Crosby versus Ovechkin, or or USA versus um, Finland or something, and and yeah. and it's Lane versus Patrick Kane or what? Yeah, exactly. So, the the thought that the Olympics are supposed to be for amateur athletes is that's, oh, that's, that's, that's a thing of the past. Yes. People want to see the best on the best, no whoever, matter what. Whoever says that is, I, I, I just turn to them and I say, do you, like, you say that when it comes to, like, the typical pro sports, like the big four. But you do realize that swimmers are professionals and runners mm-hmm. are professionals. Exactly. Like, yeah. they're not... Yeah. They're not amateur status. Yeah, you think Olympics. Usain Bolt doesn't get paid? Like, yeah, exactly. To, like let's, When the Olympics aren't on? Exactly, exactly. But I think the biggest, uh, the most interesting part was the marketing rights. Because the NHL does not own anything 
that the NHLers do like a little bit. So the golden goal, the NHL can't show. Right. Yeah. Which is just crazy because it's all NHL players within, Mm -hmm. like in that play, but they can't show it. So I wonder if that's going to be part of the negotiation as well. That would be a huge part. I don't know. I can't see the IOC budging on that if they don't have to. Yeah. But I mean, I I do. I do expect them to do to make some concessions in order to get the NHL players. That's my thing. Is I I think they have to now because Bettman called their bluff last time. Now now and he's like, fine, we're not going to disrupt their season unless we get these three things. And they're like, we can't do that. And he's like, fine. And I think the IOC thought that the players would force Bettman to cave, and Bettman stood firm. And now there's going to be a better deal yeah. down the line. And also, the NHL, I think, is going to go because it's in China. Mm-hmm. And that's a That's a market, market they want to be in. They want to be in. Um, Are they in Wuhan? No. <laughs> no. Um, it's racist. I heard that's racist if you call it the Wuhan virus, by the way. Oh, yeah. um, okay. Which is I, I've, never, I've never even heard that. I, I've always... I thought it was like, why they call it the coronavirus? Like, is it a shot at the beer company? I never like, understood that either. Well, that's so silly that the beer the beer company is losing sales because of this as well, too. Yes, I, I've heard there's, that. there's no relation whatsoever. But <laughs> anyway, sorry, not to bring it back to um, and then any And then Bettman still played it cool. Like, after this, this news dropped, he was still like, yeah, we're still not sure about going. And I'm like, look at him playing it cool. Like, the, yeah. X, the X is coming back, and you're like, okay, yeah, okay, we're yeah. just... You know, just going to play it cool. Yeah. Gonna, gonna see you you just des- wait over there. We'll see yeah. if we can get to you. Yeah, yeah. We'll see how desperate you really are. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Like, I, I love it. Yeah. I love it. Um, and they, get, I, they get all the power right now, the NHL. They do. They do. And as they should, because they have they have the assets. They have the talent. They have the talent. Yeah. It's, that tournament... The IOC thought just attaching the Olympics to a tournament made it... Uh, must see TV, yeah. and it's that's it not the case. There was a because f- if that's the case, biathlon would be fucking yeah. amazing, and and for sure nobody cares there, unless you're in the Nordic states. And and that's not to take away from the couple of cool stories that there was. Like um, Ryan Donato is a guy that comes to mind, an American player who parlayed his Olympic performance into an NHL contract. And oh, it's there still, you go. It's still in the league. There was a couple of things like that that happened, but for the most part, Mason Raymond being on the Team Canada in the Olympics that would never happen. In a million years, okay. but like he gets Ren- that experience. Renee Bork wasn't yeah. he there? Yeah. yeah, yeah, and they get that experience, which is good for them. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, okay, so I guess we'll transition to what the biggest uh, thing that happened the last month, which was the trade deadline. Uh, I don't think we're going to go through every trade. We are not, <laughs> but uh, we'll kind of do the big ones, and then we'll talk about how they've looked since the trade. There was a there was a ton of trades. I went way back. It was a, it was a record. Yeah. For the amount of trades, it was uh, thirty four. I thought wow. on the day. Yeah. And I think it was like two guys short of the of the total amount of players traded. Right. Record. Yeah. Just insane. I was gonna say I got a big list here, but it only goes back to February fifth. Basically, was the first one. So. Oh, and that, that was that was when Kyle Clifford and Jack Campbell were traded from the Maple Leafs to the Kings. Well, that and that was to because uh, the they needed a goalie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. And actually, Campbell's done not too bad. He's actually out, outplayed Frederick Anderson. Fre- since Freddie Anderson's had a bit of a slip up here. He was one, uh, one of the top goalies the last couple of years, and he's just had a bit of a slip up. And of course, it could be team related as well. Team too. related, yeah. also amount of amount of um, playing time. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. when you play that many games, eventually you get burnt out for sure. So on your list, the first one on the list was the was the last one. They go chronologically from the from the last to. Uh, Going backdated. 
Okay. Yeah. Uh, so we're just gonna flip. Just uh, be patient with us here. We're like, the flame uh, local heroes here. The Flames traded Brandon Davidson to the Sharks for future considerations. That was just to make room for the two defensemen they got. Exactly. So bring it down to that. That was where they brought in Eric Gustafson. Yes, the for a twenty twenty third. Like I didn't yeah. mind that price at all. Nope, not at all. Especially when you bring in a sixty point defenseman. The Flames were desperate for an offensive defenseman. They needed help on the power play, and he's he settled it down immediately. I love his his lateral movement across the blue line is something they were missing. His cannon of a shot is something they were missing. His puck moving ability is something they were missing. Um, his 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 non attention to detail in the defensive zone is not something they were missing. <laughs> that, that's what they get. So that's all know, right. Well, and I feel like he's also he's he's two or three years younger than Brody. Yeah. And he can replace what Brody brings if they decide not to resign Brody. Right. Which I don't Brody's think not coming back. I don't think they're going to because I think after the way this season's gone, they're yeah. going to want to. They're hoping Valimaki will be ready to to play. Yeah. And I think they're. I think they're going to let Brody and Hamannik both walk. I think unless yeah. Hamannik signs for cheaper than what he's at now. Cheaper or possibly the same, maybe. Yeah. And, and who knows what he wants to do? Yeah. Uh, but if you got Valimaki, you got Gustafson, Shillington, like they yeah. and they figure with that savings that they can go out and get some more forward help. Anderson's um, going to be your basically your two guy going forward as long as Giordano's there. Yeah, and you got Hannafin with um, uh, I don't know who he's uh, he's on a team friendly Valimaki team. Yeah. or something yeah. like that. Yeah, they'll make it work. And like you said, Shillington has taken a jump. He still needs some help. He. He needs to be a better all-around defenseman, but they still like him, and they think he will be moved up here eventually. Uh, I was just flipping through. Another one that, that caught my eye was the Tampa Bay Lightning uh, trading for Barclay Goodrow. I like I like that move for Tampa Bay. Do you? Yeah. For a first-round pick, I thought that was a huge overpay. And I, I granted, yeah. granted the Lightning are drafting at the end of the first round, but yeah. I was just like, when I think a first-round pick, I don't think Barclay Goodrow. Like, I just feel like... Right. It, they were like, we need this kind of player, yep. and we're willing to pay any price to get that kind of player. You're right, and I, I, I agree with you. The price is high. I like the player, Barkley Goudreau, but I do agree with you. The price is high. But you flip to the next page there, and I thought this price was high, too, where the Carolina Hurricanes gave a first for Brandy, uh, uh, Brady. Oh, my God, I'm going to blow the last Brady, uh, I think it's Skate. Yeah, so, yeah, defenseman. I if we it. butchered your name, Brady, we are very sorry. Yeah, we know you're listening, so sorry. <laughs> sorry about that. Very sorry. Yeah. So I guess you know it, it can. The price of doing business was a little bit high this year. Yeah. On some, uh, some what blew guys. my mind with what the Hurricanes did, they also traded for Sammy Vatnin. Yep. Um, what blew my mind is that they had two goalies that were hurt, and they didn't trade for a goalie. Yeah, and yeah. they had that that emergency backup goalie thing that led to a whole thing. <laughs> Brian Burke saying that's an embarrassment to the league. Yeah, blah, yeah. Blah, blah. Well, because the it, the Leafs lost. Yeah. You know. Facing their Zamboni driver, yeah. they lost. Yeah, <laughs> but you know what? Like he played, he played as well as he could have. But the the Hurricanes locked it down defensively. Like they were, they got like no shots on the guy. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, and I'm surprised that they didn't go for Robin Leonard, well, especially that, the price that was paid. That's it. They, I mean, uh, the Golden Knights gave up Malcolm Subban, a de- defenseman Slava Demin, and then a 2020 second round pick, well, which belonged to Pittsburgh originally, for Robin Leonard, who has been. Great since joining the Golden Knights. And knowing the Golden Knights MO, anybody they trade for, they're gonna re-sign. So now they got their goaltender to take over from Mark Andre Fleury because he looks like he's slowing down. Yeah. And now you've you've solidified your your pipes going into the playoffs in case Fleury has his meltdown. 
Absolutely. Which he's had in past playoffs. So. And, and I remember we were surprised, I, at least, very least, I was surprised that Robin Lehner only got a one-year deal this year because he's been consistently yes. good for the last couple years. And I know there was uh, he went through a mental health issue, and I believe he was in uh, substance abuse for alcohol, so I know he's dealt with all that. But according to all reports, he's through that, and he's playing great hockey. So I, I agree with you that the Hurricanes definitely should have went for him. It's they're a franchise that's never put much um, onus on their goalie. They just nope. they just don't. They just don't. They, but but they're battling for a playoffs one. It's like it would you, be nice. Can you can you like get into the playoffs with a, with a guy in the AHL? Yeah, exactly. You know, like just I felt like that was just like oh that's a bad move by that GM. Yeah. Uh, another one that came to mind for me, obviously, uh, Flames, they traded for Derek, Derek Forbert, Forbert. Not a big the name, Kings but talk about him because he's 2021 local. fourth-round pick. Uh, just a stay-at-home guy, depth defenseman. That's what you want if you're in the playoffs because you, you can never have enough yeah. defensemen in the playoffs. And, and he's been good so far in his time here, but they desperately need someone to come back from injury. In an ideal world, you probably want him as your seventh or eighth, maybe. Yeah. That would be better. But, uh, you know, in the meantime, he's filled in. He's a big guy, skates fairly well for a big guy, pretty solid defensively. I have seen the back of his jersey on a few goals recently, but, I mean, you can't, can't blame me. Nobody's perfect here. Yeah. Uh, and and if see you going to the Edmonton Oilers? Yes. That was kind of a big uh, one. They, they loaded up. They went yeah. and got Tyler Ennis from the Senators, too, and yeah. they got Athanasiu, and they also got Mike Green. Right, local um, Calgary guy. Um. I think that's uh, that, that's basically Holland going back to the well that he knows because he got two guys from Detroit. Yeah, right. Um, that's a good haul for the Red Wings too. Get two second round picks. Yeah, for and, for Athens. And Sam Gagne is just a just it's a, a throw in. Yeah, it's a cap filler. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, they needed wingers in the in the worst way possible, and this addresses that. Yeah. So sure. I thought it was I thought it was decent moves by the Oilers, and they didn't pay a huge no. price for it. So good for them. Ed- Edmonton's looking good this year. They're going for it. when you got two superstars like that, and they're in the position they're in. They're going to go for they it. They need to they need to adopt the Penguins model. Yeah. Uh, eventually, if, yeah. Uh, if you're gonna every year, you got to try to maximize and get them to uh, try to win because when you have two guys like two studs like Drysaddle and McDavid, mm-hmm. you got to keep on giving them the best opportunities to win because. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just how it goes. Absolutely. Um, just a couple of, the Bruins got Nick Ritchie, big forward from the Anaheim Ducks, had a little bit that, of toughness. That there. is such a Bruins move. Yeah. Eh? Like, yeah. how big are you? 6'3? Yeah. You're on our team. Perfect. Bring him in. Bring him <laughs> you in. You know? Um, a, a player that I like, this one just sticks out to me because I've always been a big Wayne Simmons fan. He went to Buffalo, which is a move that doesn't make much sense to me. I, You know, I would have thought he would have like gone to a contender. Yes, he's a fine player and everything, but yeah. what the fuck are the Sabres trading for him for? Yeah. And it's only a fifth. It's a fifth it's a round fifth pick. Ra- Condition, conditional. If they make the playoffs, turns into a fourth. But still, what are you? What are you giving up picks? Like you're not making the playoffs. Yeah, no, that didn't make and sense. And when me. they made this trade, they were only two points up on the Devils. It was like right. it's, it's like, what yeah. are you guys doing? No, that didn't make any sense to me at all. Uh, that screamed of a GM trying to make a move to hopefully go on like a crazy run to, to push for playoffs, or else he's losing his job. Maybe yeah. that's that's what screamed. And, and you know what? Uh, Botterill is a guy who, at this point in his tenure there, Buffalo should probably be better. Yes, and he came in with a lot of a, a lot of pomp and circumstances coming out of Pittsburgh. He was mm. supposed to be the next big guy. You know, he's a big time hockey guy apparently, and he hasn't done much for that franchise at this point. No, oh, it just seems like Buffalo just is. They just. Um, they're almost cursed. 
Mm. Like the amount of talent that that like they had Robin Leonard yeah. for a time. Yeah. They had they had Ryan O'Reilly. Yeah. And nobody that worked. That not looking very good. No, and no. nobody's worked. No. And then they and then, you, know, you say cursed. They're also kind of cursed because they probably they they were the highest odds to get Connor McDavid in his draft year. Yes. Ended and, up they got second with Jack Eichel, who's a phenomenal player. And but he's not he's not McDavid. Yeah. And, and to be the second best player in that draft class is nothing to hang your head. No, over McDavid and Eichel's a hell of a player. Yeah, yeah. Um, another one. Oh, the Penguins traded for Patrick Marlowe. Yeah, third round um, pick for a third round pick. I think the the biggest shock of for the Sharks is that they weren't able to move um, Joe Thornton. He Joe, was yeah. able, and he had he had said that he wanted to go and try to chase a cup, and they weren't no. I guess he had given a couple teams that he was willing to go to, yeah. and none of the teams wanted him. That was what I heard, too. And that just, that that sucks for him. It does. And there was a lot of talk about him going back to Boston, which, how cool would that have been? That would have, been, that would have been a hell of a narrative. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. That would have been awesome. The one that really still kind of shocks me, and I'm not sure what Florida was thinking, they traded uh, Vincent Trocek to the Hurricanes. Uh, for four players, four younger players. I just didn't, I didn't understand why they're moving a guy like that. But, um... I didn't understand it either, but then reading articles afterwards, uh, I guess the owners uh, told the GM that he has to cut $10 million in salary oh. going into next season. Well, that or be. $10 million overall. Yeah. So if that's you know overhead, or sal- which salary is the biggest right. component. And Trocek was making like 4.5, yeah. so that's a huge thing. Well, I'm glad their owner doesn't give a shit about winning. That's a nice, exactly. that's a and, nice message and, to send. And, and it's like... It's like uh, when when they said ten million, I'm like, so are they trading Bobrovsky because he's making ten point five? Yeah, <laughs> right. Like uh, it's just that we, we were talking again. about teams that undervalue goaltenders. I also do not agree with paying a goaltender ten million dollars, no, even even Bob, especially at that age. Yeah. Too, he was like thirty one, thirty two. Can't yeah. do it. Yeah, and it, and it hasn't worked out for Montreal, which. Carey Price would have been the only goaltender because of his age and everything. I'm like, well, if you're going to pay him ten million, sure. Carry price for sure, but that has not worked out. And uh, they in would, the least, they would definitely say they don't want to do that again if they had a chance on a redo. There, goalies in the NHL are turning into running backs in the NFL. Yes, they are. Yep, it's, it's it's such an important part, but yet it's not valued monetarily. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, another weird one: uh, the Islanders traded for Pajot for a first, a second, and a third. Huge price, but then they huge resigned. Price, him. and they resigned him, but. You paid a huge price for a guy that you're you're thinking like, well, man, he was a he was a top top line forward on the Senators, and look at what he was doing. But that's because the Senators have nobody. Yeah. So do you like do you not feel like they traded they overpaid for a guy that's like better suited for a second line if not a third line role, if, especially if he's playing center for those three picks? Yeah, that's probably an overpay. I would have expected you'd have to give up a first for him. But I can't think you would have to give up much more than a first. I guess they're saying the fact that he re-signed, the Ottawa Senators are saying he's going to re-sign with you, then you owe us more. Yeah. But I still, I, I still wouldn't agree to that. Uh, we talked. I about- like the player too. I liked JG Pajot. He was a guy that I would have loved the Flames to have gotten. But, but, for but that, not, but not if you're giving up for a that first, price. Second, there's no third. way there's you're giving no up way. your first and your second in 2020, and then you're a conditional third in 2022. Like to give up your first two round picks in this year's draft is is insane. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Just to point out too, that was, I, that's the first thing I thought of when they talked about Go, uh, Rudy Gobert getting COVID is that he was in a scrum with uh, OG Ananobi a couple, night, yeah. a couple games ago, and I'm like, oh, OG, <laughs> go get tested. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, hopefully the NBA comes back quick. 
Uh, hopefully they can figure out this COVID and, and get it under control so we can get back to uh, having sports be the distraction we all want it to be. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we talked about Mike Green going to the Oilers. Oh, Ilya Kovalchuk yeah. going to the Capitals. I like that just because I want to see him and Ovechkin on a line. Yeah, for sure. Just, just selfishly. And, and Bergeron, according to all reports, did, uh, did Kovalchuk a favor by sending him there. Apparently he got slightly better offers from other teams, but he, he knew Kovalchuk wanted to go there and he... He did him a favor. That's a nice one. Nice thing, yeah. Um, He should be fired for it. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Fire that guy. Yeah. Uh, uh, The Bruins traded for Andre Kasse, I think is how you pronounce his name. And they gave the Ducks Bacchus, Anderson, and a first. Um, I'm surprised the Bruins didn't have to give up more to take Bacchus' contract. Yeah, for sure. Right? Yeah, because they ended up getting a pretty decent player. Yeah. And they gave up a bunch of money, and the 2021st round pick, of course, is the big thing they gave up, but hey. I just thought I just thought the first would have been for Kase. Yeah. And Bacchus, they would have had to throw more in. Yeah. To... Yeah, you, you know you're, so, you're taking right? this contract. Yeah, no, you nobody's nobody's trying to get Bacchus at this point in his career. Uh, Getting into the nitty gritty here, Alec Martinez was what, which is just a little nights. bit before. I think yeah. I think that's, that's about pretty it much for it, the, I would say there. from the trade deadline. So it was a busy time. Um, I did you hear the rumor that the Wild were trying to trade? Um, they were trying to trade Zach Parise to the Islanders. Oh, would have been a good move. They were Andrew Ladd would have been one of the ones coming back. Uh, just okay. to make the, just to make the money work, right? Fair enough. Fair um, enough. But it would have been reuniting Parise back with Lou Lamarillo. Okay, yeah. And that was the whole thing. And I guess they had visited. Re- they had been visiting this during the summer. Yeah. And it just didn't come to, and they revisited that trade deadline. So look for that this summer. I guess that um, mm-hmm. something's gonna go down probably. And since that trade didn't happen, Parise has been on fire with uh, with Minnesota, and they're yeah. making a push now too. So that's so. After they fired Bruce Boudreau, they were in a. They were at one point. I if they were not in a playoff spot, they were one point out of the playoff spot when they fired them. Mm-hmm. And it was just like it was the weirdest fucking timing. Yeah, and right now they're still sitting at a. According to the odds here from Hockey Reference, they still have a fifty-two percent chance of making the playoffs right now. So they've kind of turned their season around after yes. that firing. Yes. Uh, what do we got here? We got the the playoff probabilities report. Which is a lot of numbers that I don't see. A lot of points and decimals. Jesus Christ! <laughs> um, they, they well, the Arizona Coyotes—they've sure dropped. That's fifteen point five percent. That's why I wanted to talk about because they they bring in Taylor Hall. The, the word on the street is they want to extend him after this season. So he's they, not going to resign. So they don't trade him, which would have been crazy to bring him in and then trade and him, then trade in, him. The, in the same season. Would have been crazy. But the now crazy they're thing r- is, is losing probably, him for nothing. You probably should have traded him. And at that time they traded for him, people were thinking this team was possibly going to make the playoffs. And right now, as of today, they're sitting at a fifteen percent chance. The shit, the shit thing. It was just shit timing for them because they got uh, Taylor Hall, and then three days later, Darcy Kemper got hurt. Right, he's so and, good. For and them. he was out for twenty games, twenty five games, whatever yes. it was, and he was. Uh, now they don't give every piece to goalies anymore. Yeah. Uh, they're like, you got the Vezina, that's your thing. But you can say internally, but he could have, he could, he was their MVP candidate, definitely. And you could say that about Markstrom for Vancouver, who went down. Yeah, they've been struggling. Uh, Connor Hellebuck. Yeah. Um, I know Drysaddle's having a year, but it, to me, the most valuable player is if, if you take off that player, what happens to the team? Right. Connor Hellebuck should win the MVP this year. He should win the Hart Trophy because. There, you look at the Jets on paper, there's no fucking way they should be in a playoff spot. Mm-hmm. And the only way they're there is because of Connor Hellebuck. 
That's that's what? my that's yeah. my get on the podium and, yeah. and do my thing for him. And I would make the same argument for uh, for Markstrom, like I just said too. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you saw it as soon as as soon as Markstrom got hurt, and Vancouver lost like three or four, and yeah. it has not looked good. Yeah. And even Thatcher Demko has played a little bit better as of late, but it's still not translating into them winning games. They've so, they've slipped out a lot. All right, so I think we're go- we'll go through. Because uh, the the season might get suspended, <laughs> so so let's talk about the playoff matchups as as they stand today. Um, this is this is going into tonight's games, um, and this could be what it is the next time we meet up to talk about NHL if the season's suspended. So. Well, I'll we'll, I'll print them off next time and see if we've changed that <laughs> all. So. That'll be funny. Yeah. Um. So we got Boston would be facing Columbus. Yeah. Columbus. Uh, God to- damn. Tor- Tortorella should be co- coach of the year. He has to be. Yeah. He has to be. I think there's a case to be made for Mike Sullivan, and yeah. there's a case to be made for uh, Elaine Vigneault. Yeah. But yeah. I think Torts has got yeah. it on lock. He's up. got it. He's got my vote anyway. Um, the other one, Tampa Toronto. That'll How be fun. That? Yeah, that would be a fun one. Yeah. Um, lots of scoring in that one. Tampa's out to exercise some demons. I was going to say, Tampa's going to be pissed going into this. Yes, this and Toronto's got to exercise some demons too. Yeah, I would be worried if I was Toronto because I, I don't know. They're a great team, but they don't... It's hard to say they don't have the firepower because they do, but I would be worried if I was Toronto in that in that matchup. Uh, Washington, Carolina. Yeah, uh, well, that was that was the first matchup last season. I believe. No, maybe not. Uh, second second it? round, possibly. I think it was a second they round. They played matchup. at some point last they, season, uh, and that led to like Ovechkin punching Svechnikov That's and everyone right. being mad at him. Yeah, forgot about that. Um, How about the next one though? Philly, Pittsburgh. Whoa. We, yes. I'd love to see that. Yes. Some, just some good old-fashioned hate. That's all we want. It's nice to see Philly doing well again. I've always oh, been a man. fan of that franchise, so I'm glad they're kind of on a hot streak again here. Uh, and then there's else? other teams in contention. Detroit. Oh, right no, here. you got to be eliminated here. Yeah. I was like, in yeah. the hunt, Detroit. Yeah. Get out of here with no, your eliminated. math. Yeah. Uh, in the Ve- West. Vegas, Nashville in the West. That would be interesting. That would be Vegas crushing Nashville, in yes, my it opinion. Would. In my yes, opinion. it would. Yeah. Especially if they get healthy, if they get Stone back, they oh, get yeah. Pacioretty back. And now they got the two-headed goalie tandem. Uh, oh, we got an NHL statement here. The National Hockey League is aware of the NBA's decision to tonight spend its season due to a player testing positive for COVID. The NHL is continuing to consult with medical experts and is evaluating the options. We expect to have a further update tomorrow. Interesting. Oh, Lord Almighty. News as it comes, folks. That's as what we do comes. here. That, that's what we do. We drop knowledge. Yeah, we've got our sources uh, working around oh, and, the clock. And for this, this this is beauty. Edmonton, Hello, Edmonton Calgary. If they started today, battle the of battle Alberta. of Alberta in the first round of gotta the playoffs. Got to get some hate in there. Yeah. Yes. And, and the Flames have crushed them in in the in the matchups this year. So besides the one, besides the, the eight three drubbing that just yeah. happened. So, I, and I'm not saying that would be an easy series. I think that would be a long series. I would oh, that would it. go seven. I would love it. Oh, that'd be great. Uh, then we got St. Louis, Vancouver. Yeah. One team's going up, one team's going down. St. Louis would crush Vancouver in my uh, humble opinion. Carl, Dallas would be fun. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Dallas is finally having the year they thought they were going to have the last couple of years. They're actually playing up to expectations yes, now. Yes. And Colorado, I think after both of us. After firing their coach for yeah. for hockey. or what, No, he it was non. Hockey. It was non-abuse. Because that's when the Bill Peters thing was coming down. And oh, they came stuff. out and said it was non. But they said it was not related to that. Not related to player abuse. Right. But it wasn't hockey related, though. Like, it wasn't on oh, ice really? related. Oh. Yes. So they just um, don't want you. Like, yeah. we, don't, we don't want you. Um, so maybe he had a uh, substance abuse problem or something. Who knows? Well, you shouldn't fire a guy for that. <laughs> yeah, you should put him in like a a, a program. Yeah. Uh, okay, so that's been our episode for this week. We will be back next week. We're hopefully, gonna be, hopefully, 
Sure. According to the news, we might not be. Yes, right. <laughs> we might have to relocate to a different home. Um, <laughs> we're going to be doing an NBA episode, so obviously uh, we might not be doing the NBA episode. We'll uh, we'll announce it as we get closer. We'll see. There might still be some things to talk about, but at the very least, we'll uh, we'll update you as we go. Yeah, exactly. Have a good week, everybody. See you later.